Hello everyone and welcome to our very first episode of Fintech Bite Size, hosted by the Global Fintech Network. So my name is Nick and I'm currently studying Fintech at the City University of Hong Kong. And today I'm lucky enough to be joined by other members of the Global Fintech Network. I am very excited because today is International Podcast Day and just so happens to be the release of our first episode. So first and foremost, we have Winky from Hong Kong. Hi, Nick. Hi, everyone. This is Winky from the University of Hong Kong's Fintech Student Association. Next up, we have Nicholas Gamboa from Colombia. Hey, Nick. Um, I'm Nicholas. I study at the University of Los Angeles and I'm part of its finance and investment club. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on board. And last but not least, we have Serena, currently studying in the UK. Hi, so I'm the president of University College London's FinTech Society. That's great. It's great to have you all here. Thank you all for coming. So now that everybody's introduced, let's dive right into what we wanted to speak about today. Global FinTech Network. It's obviously something new, something exciting, definitely something global. What is it? Yeah, as I said, Nick, the Global FinTech Network is an international collaboration of universities and students across the world that are passionate about FinTech. So ultimately, we created this society with the aim to make FinTech you know, more accessible for everyone. So to me, FinTech is a series of innovative ideas. And that true innovation is borderless. I feel like it's really, really important for us to not only know about FinTech in wherever we are, so, for example, I'm studying Hong Kong right now. I feel like it's equally important to know about how fintech is like in the other parts of the world. And this fintech bite-sized podcast series is our first ever project together. So, yeah, I am really excited to see how we can build something greater together. That's great. That's great. So, with, re- with regards to this podcast, right, obviously it's fintech and it's bite-sized, but who is this podcast for? Well, Nick, this podcast is actually aimed for everybody. If you're wondering whether you should listen to this, um, there's something you can get out of it. There's something out there for technical people, uh, but actually our podcast is also completely welcoming for those who only have the most surface understanding about fintech. I think fintech is something that is impacting our lives and is also shaping the future of finance. So I think everybody can find something uh, that interests them in this series. Um, We get experts insights along the way. So I believe it's going to be quite interesting. That's great. That's great. I really like that idea. Um, So I, I guess the next question I have, the next real question that I have is why FinTech? Why would university students across the world be engaging in something like FinTech when it's so new and it's not established. Yeah, I get I get that a lot. I definitely get why fintech a lot. And I would say with fintech, I mean, Winky really hit the nail on the head there by saying it's all about innovation, right? It's all about finding innovative solutions to problems that we have, or maybe even problems we didn't know we had. So um, when I came into the role I have now at the society I have now, like my mission is, is really just you know, how can we open students' minds to the possibilities and the new and different ways of approaching problems that can be solved? You can use technology in things that don't seem like they would need it, but then you can also make technology even better in the places that everyone already thinks it's at the best it can be. And so I feel like 
the fact that, like Nicholas said, you know, this is something that impacts so many people means that at least to some extent, we can all be interested in getting engaged in the space. So I would definitely say whether you're looking at it from a professional standpoint or you're just interested in being, you know, a global citizen of the 21st century, fintech is definitely something that you can start learning about, even from no baseline at all, just to engage a little bit with the world and with your way of thinking. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. From my perspective, I really see fintech as a way to solve problems, you know, whether that be trying to make a safer, faster payment system or trying to make finance more accessible to people. I I grew up and I spent my entire childhood in sunny South Africa. Although it's a very beautiful country and a lot of areas are developed, it is the most unequal society on earth where a large majority of the population actually can't get access to financial services such as being able to go to a bank, take out a loan, get credit. And so in many ways, what that does is that it prevents people from breaking out of this vicious cycle of poverty and being able to, you know, start getting an education, maybe make a business. And fintech, ultimately, at the end of the day, is something that allows them to do that. It gives them access to do that, whether there be machine learning, scanning your phone actions to see, you know, what is this credit score of this person? How reliable are they? And so I think that fintech really is a gateway into that sort of thing. I'd love to hear Nicholas's opinion um, about what it's like in Colombia if it's similar to South Africa. Actually, Nick, um, it, it is quite similar. Um, Colombia is a developing country, and for a long time, we've had several problems with inequality and especially with financial inclusion. Uh, since this is very important for development, um, I actually think fintech has been impacting. Uh, our country for the good. Um, it's been making opportunities around the country and uh, it has allowed for um, a lot of people to join and have access to financial services that they weren't able to get by traditional finance. Um, so it's been very great here and I see a lot of opportunities in this kind of context. That's great. That's great. So as as the first, I'd say, generation of, or the first proper generation, I should say, of fintech users, I really would like to know, you know, what is it like for a student, a fresh student to start getting involved in something that's so daunting, something very intimidating, and oftentimes can get very complex, you know, with blockchain and that. Um, Winky, could you tell us what it's like to sort of study fintech? Because I know you're part of the first batch of students to do that in Hong Kong. Yeah, of course, Nick. So maybe I can share a little story of being the first batch of fintech undergraduates in mm. Hong Kong U. So when I first enrolled in the program, some friends, some relatives, they actually had doubts in my enrollment. So they were asking, you know, if it's going to be risky because mm. fintech is so new or fintech is always evolving. What if what I study right now is not 100% applicable in the future? And I actually agree to that to a certain extent. When we talk about blockchain in 10 to 20 years, it might be of a completely Mm. different definition. It might be redefined and, you know, just different from what we're discussing about today. But if you look at it from a more positive perspective, I would say 
that is exactly why studying fintech is exciting. You know, you're always motivated to keep up with the trends. You're motivated to learn more, to read up, and you know, just looking forward to these challenges ahead. And in fact, I can actually see an emerging trend. People around me, even in their undergraduate studies, they are already working on fintech-related startups. And there's also a really established Hong Kong U Standard Chartered Foundation Fintech Academy just launched this year in Hong Kong U. And as much as 60 million Hong Kong dollars were poured into talent development, research, industry and community engagement just to nurture fintech talents in the region. So this shows that fintech is really, really a big thing now, not to mention in the future. And so I think keeping up with the trends is really important. So that is exactly the reason that in this podcast, we don't just talk about fintech, but instead each week we'll be sitting down with experts in the fintech field from all over the world, from entrepreneurs to bankers to regulators and many others. And I believe it will be really, really insightful to have these people who are actually building the fintech ecosystem to share their stories, to share their insights at the front lines, like what's working, what's not, what's next, from reg tech to insure tech, from blockchain to cryptocurrency, just to name a few areas of the ever-evolving fintech world. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. Um... I'm also part of the first sort of batch of fintech students at my university, at City University of Hong Kong. And one of the real emerging trends that I've noticed from a lot of businesses and universities in Hong Kong is that they are looking to students for that creativity that is really required for business, whether that be that business case competition or a hackathon, a fintech hackathon, releasing a new payment system. They're really looking to students for the creative outlet because obviously it's such an emerging technology, but I also feel like studying fintech is getting involved with something that you're not too familiar with, but you're creative about. You don't really know too much about the industry, which can be a limiting factor, but it's also extremely useful because suddenly the ideas you come up with aren't limited. Your thought process is more open. So I think that's something inspiring about fintech. So I'd love to gauge your opinions, all of you, um, about what inspired you to get into fintech? What inspired you to get started on something that seems so intimidating and so challenging for many people? So Nick, yes, I agree with what you said. Um, Fintech did seem quite scary at first because it seemed like uh, a very tech thing, you know, and I study both economics and business and well, it doesn't it's not uh like very involved into programming and like the deep tech stuff so what i did actually uh, i started joining um like something like my club uh, student associations and then i started i started talking to people and i just found out that it's quite uh, an innovative area and i i really liked it I think uh, a first step you can take if you're a student out there uh, wondering if you can have like a future in fintech, I think you can just go for it, find an association and just start getting around the topic uh, and just get involved. It's not that hard, just take that leap. It has room for a lot of people that uh, they don't have to be like 
deep programmers. It's definitely not a requirement. And I think that's actually one of the things that I love about fintech. And that makes it so appealing is that obviously, like the more academic rigor you apply to it, then the more comfortable you'll feel in the environment. But if you look at so many of the people who are making moves in the industry today, and in fact, so many of the people working at fintech startups and scale ups, a lot of them had no idea what fintech was. Some of them even before, you know, joining the industry. So I don't think you need to feel ashamed or embarrassed or feel like like you don't know enough it's so fast moving that really there's no time like the present to jump in head first and you know immerse yourself in all of these new technologies that are coming out well i'd just like to say thank you uh we've run out of time thank you to each and every one of you for participating and sharing your experience of what fintech is like all around the world Oh, thank you, Nick. (laughs) Thank you, Nick. What do we have planned next? Well, we have a lot of exciting things in the works at the moment. Nicholas, do you want to hit us with what the people can look forward to in the upcoming episode? So next week's episode will feature Jorge Folrad. He's the current chief of staff of one of Colombia's biggest fintech companies, Finactiva. So we're going to explore the fintech industry in Colombia and Latin America uh, covering broad topics such as regulations, obstacles, and opportunities surrounding the region, and discuss with Jorge's uh, about his career and his advice for future professionals. So make sure you tune in. Thank you, Nicholas. So if you're about as excited as we are about upcoming content, please feel free to catch us on all podcast streaming services such as Apple Podcasts to Spotify. We look forward to creating more content in the future for you and with you. Thank you, and we'll see you again next time.